sexy bitches and welcome back to vodka soda splash of brand now i know i know it has been a long grueling couple months without me blessing your ears on whatever day i decide to post this fucking episode but i am here to give you another one i know i know i know i know that i give a lot of false promises (laughs) when it comes to telling you when an episode is going to come out okay i know i get it trust me but, you know, sometimes life happens. And uh, to be honest with you, from the last time I released an episode was like the last day of March, which feels like yesterday, to now, which is mid-June, nothing really has happened. And I know you're like, shut the fuck up. You've traveled 100 times. I know. And I'll tell you those stories. But nothing crazy has happened until we opened back up. Literally, like every fucking gay couple, we are fully open. Legs busted wide open. People coming everywhere. The heavens are singing, the angels have come down to us, and we are living our best lives. Now, living our best lives does come with some consequences, apparently, because if you notice if my voice is a little scratchy throughout this episode, it's because my girls and I have literally busted it wide open, and now we all have like a respiratory issue. (laughs) I wish I could say I'm kidding. I think every single gay person in Boston that has gone out since the weekend we have opened is now has a cold. Or some sort of like respiratory problem. I've been like chewing zinc every five seconds or really every three hours um, over the last day because I feel like I have a cold. I'm a little bit congested. My throat is a little bit scratchy. So if you do, if you do notice my voice sounds like a little bit more like tough and rough around the edges, that's fucking why. So this week I decided to ask everybody on my little Instagram story, what the fuck do you guys want to hear? Now, an overwhelming amount of you said, we want to hear about your Pride Weekend, want to hear about Palm Springs. We also want to hear about, um, there was something else that you wanted to hear about, Pride Weekend. Oh, when I was in P-Town for TDNs and stuff. So we will talk about all of that. All of it. I'm so excited to be doing this. It's like, I like had this urge to just do an episode. And I think now that things are starting to open back up, there will be more stuff to talk about. I know like I'm about ready to jam three fucking whole weekends in one episode Plus a trip. So so this is going to be a lot to be thrown at you all at once. So I think we'll be able to get on more of a consistent basis. Because listen, I've already told like great stories in my eyes. Um, but, you know, sometimes like I don't I don't want to put shit out there just to put shit out there. So we are definitely going to get into the nitty gritty. So I know some of you wanted to hear about Palm Springs. Listen, yes, I did go to Palm Springs the first week of May. It was heaven. It was incredible. Now, unfortunately, I have nothing to report back. Huh? There was a group of 10 gays and there wasn't one ounce of drama. Yeah, you fucking heard that right. There wasn't one ounce of drama on the trip. Now, at the beginning of the trip, Jeff Marcella texted me and was like, let me know any drama that goes on because like, I need to know what's going on. I was like, day two, baby, there's nothing going on. He's like, yeah, baby, that's because you're texting me on day two. Wait until day six when you're all fucking sick of each other. Not only did none of us get sick of each other, we now get together as a, the group, the Palm Springs reunion group that went to Palm Springs at least once every other week. So sorry, guys, nothing to report. The only thing that I can tell you is if you've never been, the crowd was definitely older. So if you're into like people who are like pushing walkers or, you know, 
that type of caliber, I would say Palm Springs is for you. Now, the nightlife wasn't fully open yet, so I didn't really get the full experience. We had a house that had an amazing pool, a ton of bedrooms, a hot tub that we were in every night. It was incredible, so we really stayed at home a lot, and that's what I've heard is Palm Springs is more so, you know, house party-ish, which we definitely turned our house into a party every single night. And I worked every single day. Like, props to me. I worked six to two. But that's really all I have to report. I know that's so boring. You probably listened to that whole segment thinking I was going to give you some tea. Bitch, there's nothing to fucking spill. All right. So Boston, Massachusetts. Like I said earlier, like every gay couple, we are finally fucking open. You know, it's like that time where, like, you're, like, beginning to test out the waters in your relationship. Then you feel comfortable. Then you start to get bored with each other. You know, like, all of quarantine. That's, like, kind of what it was. At the beginning, it was, like, great. You're all home and inside, and you don't have to worry about anything. And then you start to get sick of each other. And then you're, like, we need to spice this up. Let's open up our fucking legs and our holes to, like, new people. Yeah. Boston's finally open. So let me back up. A few months ago, we were, we were my friends and I were deciding what the hell are we going to do for Memorial Day weekend to kickstart this summer. We were going to do what whatever any responsible adult was going to do. Go to wherever was fucking open so we could party our asses off. Yeah, oh my God, so irresponsible. Get over it. So we booked a trip to Atlanta. Then one week, one week before we decided to, before we were supposed to go, the mayor, well, actually it wasn't the mayor. It was it was more so Charlie Baker said Massachusetts going to fully open wide open. Then Mayor Kim, who, you know, if you've read my tweets, I was not so fucking happy with her the whole time. That bitch thought we were going to open in fucking August because she thought she was doing God's gift to Earth. Keeping us all inside. Yeah. OK. See, I'm literally going to frazzle thinking about it. No, she said she's OK. Sorry if you heard that. She said she's going to align with Massachusetts reopening plan. So everyone started crying, screaming, yay, confetti in the street. And then we were like, fuck, what do we do? It's a long weekend. Now, if you know my favorite events to go to in the city of Boston, any Royale event on a long weekend, those are my favorite. Hands down, I it's, my, it's one of my favorite things to do in this city. So we were like, what do we do? Do we go to Atlanta? Or do we not go to Atlanta? Because at this point, we had all spent money on this like super expensive Airbnb. We weren't getting a single dime back. But in my mind, I was like, listen, I don't give a fuck. I want to stay here with all of my friends. Now, let, let me say something. Atlanta wasn't all my friends going. There was like half of our friend group was going and half was just going to stay here. So then we all came up with the decision that some people were like, you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm not going. Then I decided I was going to go. And then we were all going to fly back a day earlier so we could go to Royale that night. Somehow Delta wouldn't let me get on a fucking earlier flight. So I canceled my flight, got my little credits back. And I said, fuck it. I'm staying here with my girls. So that first day, Saturday is when everything busted wide open. I was like, you know, it's probably going to be a shit show because you, you couldn't get an Uber. As of today, the state of emergency is, is lifted. So we'll see if we can get a fucking Uber anytime soon. But back then, you know, back in the 1920s, you really couldn't get an Uber anywhere. And you had to schedule it before. And whether it was going to show up was playing like fucking roulette. Like who knows what you were going to get. It was either going to come in an hour and a half or was it going to come at all. So I decided to stay here. Saturday, we're going to do the big damn thing. We're going to go to Club Cafe. Sweetie, I paid for that VIP pass. It's time for me to cut the damn line. I am going inside. I'm going to dance my ass off. And that's exactly what I did. 
we got to Club Cafe at like 8 o'clock because we thought the line was... Well, there's some of us that didn't have a VIP pass, but we got there at 8 o'clock because we thought they weren't going to be able to get in because of the line. Music starts playing. I'm having a great time. And then if you know me, you know I have fucking FOMO based off of everything that goes on. Half of my friends were at Club Cafe. The other half were at Legacy. Now, poor Anthony Natoli. I was dragging his ass around everywhere. He doesn't really go out in the city of Boston like much. At like 10.30, I looked at Will. Will looked at me. Will said, I'm going to Legacy. I said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going with you. So Legacy is more my scene. Uh, that's like what I prefer to do instead of Club Cafe. F- to me, personally, Club Cafe has become college girl haven, spilling drinks all over you. The music really hasn't been the best. No offense, no shade, whatever. Take it as you is. That made no sense, but take it, whatever. I was like, I don't, I cannot, I cannot dance with the 22 year old girls anymore. I got to go dance with my girls at legacy. So I go to legacy lit. Then the fucking fire alarm went off and the music stopped, but they had Alex Acosta who I love chef's kiss legacy was fucking packed. And I looked at Will and I was like, we have to do this again tomorrow night at Royale. And that's exactly what we did. We had a massive group go to Royale. We partied our ass off, had the time of our lives. Literally, I was smiling the entire time. Couldn't stop dancing. Couldn't, I couldn't get a grip on like shit. We literally flipped a switch, went from everything being closed to now I am in Royale with hundreds of people sweaty all over each other. Beautiful. Then the end of the night comes. What do you think happened? The Russian roulette baby couldn't get a fucking Uber. So I look at a few people, two Jeffs, JT, Brandon Reed, and we go, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to have to walk home. So we walk from fucking Royale all the way to Dorchester. And I got to say, it was raining a little bit, but it was a bonding experience. We talked along. Well, actually, not many people talked along the walk at all because people were very irritated, but we had a really good time. It was one of those bonding experiences where you're like, that was so fucking miserable. Don't talk to me for a second, but I'm glad we went through it together. We did that together. Jeff Marcel was trying to get us to walk on the fucking highway on 93. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, sister, we are not walking up the on-ramp to get hit by a car. It was interesting. And then we walked back, and then we went to an after party, and I was up till 6 in the morning. And then on Monday, I was supposed to go to Barry's with Dom. Thank God he texted me and was like, can we please cancel? I've never been more excited to cancel something in my life. Then I drank all day, and then on Tuesday, I was completely fucking dead. Okay, I literally just decided that I'm going to keep P-Town Pride for a different episode. Let's dive into Boston Pride because there's a lot we have to talk about. Because holy fucking shit, I'm surprised I'm alive right now. And then I think to myself, well, I have to do this the rest of my life and definitely the rest of the summer. So buckle up. All right. Boston Pride, obviously a little bit different this year. There's no parade, no block parties, no... Epic Saturdays, but let me tell you, Saturday was epic in its own self. We'll go there in a minute. I am shocked. I'm breathing. I'm recording this because holy fuck, my body was literally shutting down on Sunday night, Monday morning. So let's start on Thursday. Thursday, Legacy is doing this new thing where it, they're like going to take everyone from Club Cafe, I swear, but I'm, I'm there for it. So Thursday, I go to Legacy, go with the girls. I meet Candy Muse, Juju, having a great time. At one point, I got into like a little bit of a mood. And sometimes I, sometimes it happens to me. I don't know if it happens to anybody else. For some reason in my mind, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to walk from Legacy to Club Cafe. 
and I'm gonna spend the rest of the night at Club Cafe because how again, half of my friends were at Legacy, the other half were at Club Cafe. But it, it was funny because the group was switched. Normally, the Club Cafe group, well, the club ca- the people who go to Club Cafe were at Legacy and vice versa. So I go to I go to Club Cafe, literally do two laps, and I go, "Yep, not for me." And I walk all the way back to Legacy. Now, it's a Thursday night, but I'm partying like it's Saturday. At one point, I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like by myself, I think. So I text Dom. I go, did you leave? His text back to me literally said, I'm literally behind you. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Don't give me attitude. I didn't see you. Yeah, so that's how Thursday went. And then I woke up Friday morning and I was like, fuck. Oh, my God. Wait. Nope, that's a lie. Not only did I go to Legacy, I went to an after party until 4.30 in the morning, knowing damn well I had to be up at 8.30 for work the following day. How cute is that of me? Yeah, adorable. So I wake up at 8.30. I start working. I'm like FaceTiming Dom. Like, I don't know. Like, am I alive? Am I dead? I don't know. I had to go drop my car off. Low, long story short, I got sideswiped in March, and I just have been so lazy and haven't dropped my fucking car off. And then Dom is sick of squeezing into the little tiny space that it was to open up the passenger door because I was still driving the car. Oops. He was like, "Tomorrow you're fucking dropping this off. I'm I'm gonna take your ass. We're dropping your car off. You're gonna get. You're just gonna do it." So we drop my car off at nine thirty in the morning. I come back. I have a bunch of meetings all day. I get super busy. And then Will sends me the best text ever. He's like, I think for science, we need to go to Burger King and get the chicken sandwich just to try it out to make sure it's like, okay. So I eat the chicken sandwich. I'm like, okay, I finally feel better. Like all the grease in my stomach. That's amazing. We feel so cute. So ready for the night. Friday night rolls around. D-Bar has their stoplight party. Now D-Bar used to have like an outdoor space that was just like, okay. It obviously like wasn't the best before. But it was still doable. But now with with the whole COVID situation, they made the whole back into like this great, amazing place to be. So the stoplight party was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. It was more, so I went to blend after. So let me give you a comparison. As my friend John said, D-Bar was a cocktail hour and then the main event was blend. So at D-Bar, it was nice to see people that I hadn't seen in a long time. There wasn't like crazy dancing going on outside. It was more so just like chat to all the people that you haven't seen. That's what it was. The line to get a drink at the bar was fucking ridiculous. Like that, I, I, that's why I left. I didn't want to wait 30 minutes to get one vodka soda. You know what I mean? Like that, my buzz is gone. Now I'm not drunk anymore. I'm irritated. So we leave, we go to blend. Blend is the new club cafe. It's all the people you want to see. There aren't like the 22-year-old college girls. Now, I know I'm shitting on them, but they're fucking annoying. There's not the girls that are like spilling the drinks all over you that like are, that are there just to like show off because like they don't want to be hit on at a bar. Well, girl, go back to Lincoln. Go back to Capo. Wait in line for the fucking basement because you're blocking my way for a vodka soda here. Blend was lit. I mean, the music was so fucking good. It was like a chef's kiss. So after blend, we decide, oh my God, wait, I got to get this straight because like literally the weekend blurred together so much. Oh, after blend, I went to another after party, literally right down the street. It was incredible. I had the time of my life. I'm like dancing, hanging out with all, you know, all my friends. We were like just vibing. It was like such good vibes. And then next thing you know, boom, it's four o'clock again. And I was like, shit, got to wake up and got to do this all over again tomorrow. So then Saturday rolls around and I was supposed to go to Barry's. Let's see the theme here. I'm supposed to go to Barry's. Yeah. Didn't go to Barry's. I end up canceling. So I go, 
I get a text from Dom. He's like, we're going to Harp and Bard at 11 o'clock. Me, you, Brandon Reed, Brendan Taylor. I'm like, done. Sign me up. We have four rocket fuels each. If you don't know what a rocket fuel is, go to Harp and Bard because it's like the best brunch drink ever. It's basically like coffee on crack. Have a few of those. We're like, all right, let's get changed. We have a day party to go to. Then we have another day party to go to. And then we have to go back to blend tonight or D bar tonight, whatever we're going to go to. So I'm like, all right, sounds good. So then we get completely hammered during the day. I went to like an amazing party in the South End. Then we went to Zamian's. He had everyone over on his rooftop. It was like the best pride day ever. So then Saturday night, I was supposed to go to Legacy. I decided to go to Blend. And thank God I did. It was absolutely incredible. When I say the music was like chef's kiss, it, w- it kind of was circuity. I'm not going to lie. It, you would have thought it was Legacy at one point. All my friends were there. I had seen people from college I haven't seen in a while. It was like the tits. So then we get invited to this after party. And that's where it really got more. That's where it got interesting. So I go to this person's house who I had met once in my entire life. Like great guy. He invited us all over at, at some place in Dorchester. And we get there. And then we're like listening to music, having a sing along. Like there's a bunch of people. We're all in like this huge kitchen. It was like great. Next thing you know, I look over. Well, Dom is like three sheets to the wind. And he's like, I need you to take my phone. I need you to play the music. I'm like, okay, normally you are like the DJ. But like fine, I'll do it. I look over like 10 minutes later. He's in a completely different outfit. He's wearing what I call like this NASCAR driver. I don't even know where he got it. He either, I either someone gave it to him or he went in someone's room and took it, but he wore it for the rest of the night. Not one single soul said anything to him. He literally did the wonder woman. Boom. He's in a new outfit. So we're there till like five in the morning. And as we're leaving, I'm like, Dominic, like that outfit you're wearing. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm walking with this. We literally leave the party. The birds are chirp. The birds were screaming at us, not even chirping, screaming at us. We walk home. Dom has this new outfit that he's now going to use as one of his tea outfits, which I don't blame him. But like one day someone's going to come up to him and be like, isn't that mine? And oops, the answer is um, yes. So my favorite part of the weekend, though, was D-Bar-T. So if, for those of you that don't know tea dance, I've explained it before. Um, it's like this day party where you, it's, it's just an excuse to get drunk, drink during the day with all your friends. I mean, let's be honest. Typically the one in P-Town is done at Boat Slip. Well, not typically. It's the only one that's done in P-Town is at the Boat Slip. It's right on the water on a huge deck. Boom, we're back at D-Bar in the parking lot. Grand old time. The place is packed. The line was so long to get in. I got there pretty early. I got there right at four. That's when it started. And thank God I did. Cause like, that's when everyone else got there too. All like all my friends, like no one really had to wait in line. It ended up being this sing along fest. I was talking to people I haven't talked to in a while. I was talking to like people that I was just meeting that night. I was dancing on a bench with a, a bunch of people. Just at, the energy was so high. Everybody was smiling. There was not one bit of drama Everyone was just having a great time. So like, well, at like eight o'clock, I was like, wow, I'm like pretty drunk. Now I told myself I wasn't going to go to Candy Bar. And Candy Bar is a club that people go to on Sundays. I said, no, nope, you're not going to go to Candy Bar. And then Brendan Taylor was like, well, I am. And I was like, well, if BT is, then I like have to. And then Dom was like, well, I'm going. And Ozzy was like, well, I'm obviously going. And then all my friends, James and Luis, Matt, Jova, everyone was like, we're fucking going to Candy Bar. I'm like, well, I guess we're going to Candy Bar. So I leave. I go to Ozzy's for like 20 minutes to like freshen up before we go 
to Candy Bar. At this point, I had completely lost Dom. I have no idea where he is. His phone has died. His phone has died. His phone. Oh, my God. Okay, see, I'm still struggling. His phone, dead. Completely unlike him, his phone doesn't die. And if it is about to die, he would probably freak out. And if he knew I had my external charger, my, like, portable one, he definitely would have asked for it. So I'm like, all right, he's probably down and out for the count. Nope. He leaves D-Bar to go walk home. JT's driving by, picks him up. They're eating Burger King. They're like, we're on our way to Candy Bar right now. I'm like, wait, what? So not only did my entire uh, group of friends like disbanded throughout the day, we all met back up at the club on Sunday night. Now I'm dancing, having a great time. Next thing you know, I like I'm in a group with all of my friends. The place is packed. You can't even move. Boom! It's like two thirty. I'm like Jesus Christ! I have to work again Monday. This is great. Do I regret any of it? Absolutely not. Did I document the entire weekend more so than I've documented really anything else? Yes. Dom and I have been sending each other video after video after video after video of like all sorts of stuff that we took this weekend. Some is very incriminating. Some is super slutty. Some is wicked cute. Same thing with uh, fucking everybody else. Everyone. So if for those of you that don't know, I'm in a group chat with like my closest friends. It's called Pantifa. And there's like 27 of us to talk every single day. We've all been sending videos and stuff back and forth to each other. It was honestly a weekend for the books and a weekend that I wish I could repeat. Until Monday rolls around. <laughs> Monday, I wake up. I am so tired. I'm like, my body hates me. I have no voice. My throat is so scratchy and I have a little bit of a cough. I'm like, all right, that was probably just like fatigue. Nope. I get a text from Dom. Yeah, I think I'm sick. I get a, te- a text from Brennan Taylor. Yeah, I think I'm sick. Everyone on Pantifa. Yeah, I like think I have like a scratchy throat. We exerted ourselves so much that we all have this like respiratory, like my larynx is like shot. It's gone. So now I've been eating like these zinc things. And honestly, they're so good. I wish I could eat them all day. They taste like the best candy I've ever had, but like it's medicine. So like I honestly can't. But holy shit, for a weekend that had really no events planned for Pride other than D-Bar and a legacy event, it was absolutely crowded and insane. Now, you probably have all seen my stories and stuff, so I, like, sorry for the overbearing of, like, me posting, but I was just so happy. I've never been more happy in my life. Um, What I'm going to say a little bit in, in a little bit is, like, it's time for Hot Girl Summer, and holy fuck, I have been living my Hot Girl Summer fantasy because I rounded up the amount of people, we'll just say that, and the number was pretty high this weekend. So I was like, and you can think what you want to think, Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I am ready to see what this summer has in store for us. Wait, do you hear that? If you listen closely, can you hear that? That's right, motherfucker. That is the sound of hot girl summer. When I tell you all, we've all been cooped up, locked up, mostly, for a long time. Like, aren't you sick of looking at the same people? Um, this is no shade to, like, my friends or anything, but it's, like, nice to go out and get hit on again. It's nice to go out and hit on boys again. I have, over the last three weekends, built up this. I don't want to say it's confidence. I just want to say that I was just, like, busting at the seams, ready to meet new people. Like, new guys, particularly, like, sexually and, like, more for, like, a relationship. I have not had this much fun ever in my entire life. Like, before, 
when you're like a baby gay trying to come up, you're trying to get this like group of friends that like always sticks with each other. Well, I have that now. Now I want to be a total fucking slut. And I'm not going to lie to you. I have been. And it's been so much fun. I've never in a million years had like this. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it is confidence. I feel fucking sexy. I've been working on my body. I feel fucking hot as shit. And you know what? I know I am. I know that. Okay, that's like a little extreme. (laughs) But I do know that I can get what I want if I put myself out there. So this summer, girls, there is no no. If you think someone's hot, walk up to them and be like, hey, I think you're cute. Or make out with them if they start to make out with you. That's been my new motto. It's like if I think someone's good looking or whatever, I'm just going to walk up to them and I'm going to talk to them. I've done it the past couple weekends. It's worked for me every time. What Joe Piero told me was I feel like I'm being a fake Paris Hilton. No, you have to be Paris Hilton. How do you think Paris Hilton gets all the hot guys? I mean, yeah, she's like stunning. But you're not going to get that if you're just going to sit around and be like, oh, woe is me. No one's coming up to talk to me. You have to like exert that energy and that confidence and people are going to come up to you. I, I swear, because I used to be that person. I used to be like, oh my God, nobody wants to go home with me. Nobody wants to touch me. Shut the fuck up. Yes, they do. And I know that's easy for me to say right now because I'm literally in the middle of like putting myself out there and being a hoe bag, but it's fun. I'm telling you right now, if that's what you want, go after it. You didn't survive this pandemic for absolutely nothing to be shy. You survived the pandemic Remember that no, this, this better not happen in our lifetime again. So if you want to go up to a guy, if you want to go up to a girl, if you want to go up to whoever the hell you want to go up to, whatever you want to go up to, go do it because it feels so good to get back into the game. Like right now it's, I, I like have, I've, I, I having a stroke because it makes me so happy. So girls, guys, they's, thems, I'm telling you right now. Go be the confident bitch that I know you can be because this summer is going to be one for the fucking books. All right, you sexy fuckers. That is all the time we have for today. Now, I know you might be like, "Mm, that really wasn't like that most chaotic. This weekend was fucking nuts. It was crazy. I talked to new guys. I met new guys. I'm like going on a date this Friday with someone who I barely remember seeing. And you know what? That's like, I think what we need to be fucking doing this year, I think, is now that things are open, bust it wide open, baby. My legs open, spread in the air. My mouth open, kissing boys, doing whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry if you're listening to this. You're like, all right, stop talking about being a whore. No, it's time that we have some fun with ourselves. So we shall see what the future has in store for us. I know I say this all the time. There's like a few people that I'm really trying to get on the show. It's just like scheduling. Next weekend, I'm in Miami. The weekend after that, I'm in P-Town for a week. The weekend after that, I finally have free, but could be going to New York. And then two weekends after that, it's market days. And then it's carnival. And then the summer is fucking over. But there are two people in particular that I really want to come on the show again. I need Mike Montiel to come on who's never been here before and Dom and I have some stuff that we want to talk about um, on a different episode so yeah it's going to be a packed summer and I'm so excited to like put out an episode whenever you know fun stuff comes through and whatever stories we have and I there's like a ton of other stories that have happened trust and believe like some of them are not appropriate so I can't really tell you them but just know that if anything slutty and fun happens I will tell you like for example I woke up to a video from Dom like on um, Saturday morning and it's us literally licking each other's tongues like that's disgusting okay we don't need to see that but when shit like that happens I'm gonna tell you guys so until then stay safe stay healthy be the slut in the hoe that I know you are and I can't wait to talk to you next time on Vodka Soda Splash of Brand Hello bitches <laughs>